Hey guys, this is Shitej Kokas and welcome to the Kokas Project. Today I will tell you guys a story. It's a story from my own life and actually from a long 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 time ago when I was still in 8th grade and I was 14 years old. I think that would be the year 2003. So but before I jump into the story let me give you a little context. I was an extremely shy, exceptionally quiet boy. Frankly when I try to think back to that time I can't really come up with any situations or circumstances or events in which I actually spoke and spoke outside of my home environment. I think at that age only and only home was my comfortable space and even at home I spoke only when necessary and frankly when I had something to contribute. Like for example what would I like to have for dinner or answer to my mother if I had completed my homework. It was really a massive task to get me to speak anything at all. In fact, I think that's when I mastered the art of communicating with head nods and general body language. Now, however you're imagining it, just multiply it by 100 and color it in the shade of extreme awkwardness. Now, as time has passed, I've come to learn in life that speaking like anything else is an art form, and you only get better at it if you do it regularly and consistently. And I didn't do it at all. So I was pretty goddamn obnoxious at it. But it was also not just speaking, it was speaking in English. Despite having been in English medium schools all my life, my English remained exceptionally poor for a long long time until certain events transpired much later on in my life. So while speaking by itself was a massive fear, speaking in public in English would make me shudder. It's also weird that while I had massive social anxiety and fear of communicating in public, I felt extraordinarily secure in my own company in the solitude of my own company probably because my internal monologue happened in hindi maybe that's the reason actually till date when i speak with myself i still speak with myself in hindi another thing to add here is that despite all my challenges with public speaking in the english language academically i was very good not rank 1 good but a solid rank 2 or 3 so all the teachers liked me quite a lot But there's only one kind of student that teachers like even more than students who are academically proficient. These are students who are not only good at academics but are also the quiet, no problem creating kind. And I was that. I sat in the sweet spot to get all the love from all the teachers, and I did enjoy it thoroughly. It made me feel relevant and wanted in the school ecosystem. It was definitely needed because in all other extracurricular activities I was probably worse than even public speaking especially football. Now kicking the football without a thudda that murders your toe is something I have never experienced in life. I don't even think I will ever experience it in life. So with that the context is done. Now let's get to the event. So there is an inter-house debate competition between the four houses in my school. Alaknanda, Mandakini, Bhagirathi and Pavani. These are the four houses. And the teachers have to nominate two representatives from each house. One to speak for the motion and the second to speak against the motion. I'm actually forgetting if there was a third person who would be the interjector. However, the catch was that you get the topic of the debate a day prior to the competition, but whether you'll be speaking for or against the motion that you don't know until the day and actually until 15 minutes before the event actually starts now this is the most this is the most scared i had ever felt up until that point in time in fact i was also terribly angry with myself because 
I could have made some excuse, some bahana to opt out of it, or frankly just been frank and said that I don't want to. I don't want to participate in it. But saying no to a challenge is not something I've ever known. Apna ego bhi hai. Even when I don't know a quarter of a shit about the challenge. So this is a day prior to the debate competition. Now it's a Tuesday, and the most beautiful girl I had seen until that point in time, and also someone who I had a massive crush on, asked a friend to ask me to come meet her on the stairs that lead to the basement of the building. I'll repeat that because I really like the flow of that. The most beautiful girl I had seen until that point in time, who also I had a massive crush on, asked her friend to ask me to come meet her on the stairs that lead to the basement of the building. It wasn't some hidden or discreet spot, and also in my time, all eighth graders did was smile at each other. That was the definition of love. But this girl wanted to take it a step forward. She had gotten me an axe deodorant, which was quite the rage back in two thousand three. And while I feel a little ashamed to say that I didn't even know about it, I didn't even know what it was at that time. I was still using the Pond's talcum powder that left your neck and your entire upper half of the body completely white. Okay, coming back. So I go there. I see her. I say nothing. I'm sure I have an awkward smile. She says nothing. She just looks at me with that. She just looks at me with what I can only remember as deep love. And then she says, "I like you." Pauses for a bit and then adds a lot, and I was really happy to hear that. It definitely ranked higher than any other opposite sex interaction I had had for a lot of years post that. But but but, I really don't know what to say. I was actually feeling very jealous of the amount of courage, this insane amount of courage that this tiny little girl of fourteen years is showing. It's insane. In my head, I am thinking that she should be the one participating in the debate. She must have waited for a bit, and frankly, even if it was just three minutes, at that moment, those three minutes had expanded to occupy twenty-seven hours. So she waits there patiently and then says "okay" and leaves. And this wasn't a regular "okay." This was that "okay" which has like a combination of some seven question marks and four exclamation marks, and you know. the other person is expecting a response from you but is not getting any but however i did mumble i did mumble and say thanks i don't really know if it was audible at all but i did say thanks and i have never been able to actually verify this probably i should irrespective the girl has madly fallen in love with me and liking at that age is something i equate to love only okay i have no idea what she likes about me I am still short. Just imagine, I was definitely shorter then. My looks were always average, and she really didn't have the benefit of getting impressed with my phenomenal personality. So that is the day I learned about myself that I definitely have something going for me. I have some massive, big X factor thing going for myself. It made me happy and confident, and I thought it'll be beneficial in the debates. We'll see what happens. But this kind of romantic track uh, is for another day, another episode. But irrespective, coming back to the main story, I reach home and after hiding the deodorant and the gift wrapper in my cupboard, I get to writing what I'm going to be speaking tomorrow. Now my idea is to prepare for both, for and against the motion, and preparing would mean writing two speeches, each of which is going to last five to seven minutes, and then memorize the shit out of them. Easy peasy. So for the next twelve hours. This is probably till early hours of the morning, at around say two or three. 
I am writing, but the problem is I've only been able to cover the speech for the motion. Also, I have attempted to memorize it, but my memory is obnoxious. It is obnoxious now. It was probably better back then, but it was still pretty goddamn terrible. Most importantly, I just wasn't left with the time to prepare for another speech, for the speech against the motion. But that was a chance that I had to take. And this is at a time when there was no way in heaven or in hell I could have strung together even half a sentence if I got against the motion. But courage and self-belief despite questionable preparation, that is my jam. In my defense, I did single-mindedly work hard to do well. I did work hard. It just didn't happen. And that's okay. And while I pat myself over here for the hard work that I had done, let me also say one other thing. I am not even entirely sure about the quality of the speech which I had prepared. I don't remember it, but I can definitely bet my freedom and all my fundamental rights that it was terrible. So it's the morning of the debate competition and I'm getting ready, super reluctantly and with a lot of fear in my eyes that I would hate to recall, but I'm getting ready. I go to the bus stop, I board the bus. The bus usually takes around 25 minutes to reach the school premises and I'm utilizing every single microsecond to ensure that I remember what I have written. The bus reaches school, I reach my classroom and I see the girl, the girl who liked me a lot. And then I look under my shirt to see the white talcum powder mess. Wearing a fancy deodorant on the day uh, that you are taking the stage in front of the entire school wouldn't have been a terrible idea. But quickly, I come crashing down to reality as we now have to move to the auditorium. Teachers have asked all of us to get in a line and walk there. Everyone is wishing me good luck while I am giving some last minute glances to the sheet of paper in which I have a few words written. Even she who liked me wished me luck. And in my head, I'm thinking that liking me right now is very easy, girl. Let's see if you feel the same way after exactly 75 minutes from now. Because that would be true love. Ek dam sacha wala pyar. As soon as we reach the auditorium, we each have to pick chits saying if we are speaking for or against the motion. And it is on that day that I realize that I really am God's child. I am really, really lucky and fortunate because I picked the chit which said, I'm going to be speaking for the motion. Now, this is pure kismet. Everything that happens post this point of time is such a blur. And frankly, it was such a blur even then that I could not even recall what had happened, what had transpired. I had won the debate competition. I'd come first. Actually, not true. I'm lying. I had gone to the stage. A technician had adjusted the height of the mic. As this was happening, I stared blankly at a full auditorium. And in that moment, I decided that I was not going to make eye contact with anyone. I am going to look. I am going to look at the AC ducts right ahead of me. Decision was made. The mic was adjusted. All I had to do was speak what I had memorized. But I had never really spoken into a mic ever before. And that feeling of saying a word and hearing an echo of it in your own ears really messes with you. And it really messed with me. After I said the first line, which was frankly a massive feat and went something like, Good morning, respected teachers and fellow students. Today I will speak for the motion that... I don't remember the topic, frankly. Bus, that's all I remember. Then I remember going on autopilot. And not the autopilot in which you 
safely land the plane eventually this is the kind of autopilot in which you basically are ensuring that the plane nose dives into destruction i complete my 3 4 5 whatever minutes on the stage and i get off completely and totally and absolutely embarrassed i retreat into a corner some people as i was getting off the stage shouted my name in encouragement but frankly you know when you shat the stage you know that you've shat the stage and i knew i had shat the stage so that's the first time i learned about the concept of pity appreciation i got a lot of it from a lot of people i got some of it from the girl who liked me as well but frankly after that day she never really approached me ever i think between the tuesday and wednesday a lot of things happened she professed that she likes me a lot she gave me a deodorant and then she saw me suffer a very very slow death on stage must have been supremely embarrassing for her as well can't can't complain but i had completely and totally and absolutely fallen in love with her but this like or love whatever the hell eventually over the next couple of years died multiple deaths much like my pride and ego for the next couple of years as well but just imagine just imagine learning so many great life concepts in the span of less than 24 hours who gets this opportunity i think i am the chosen one i think i am the most luckiest one because i learned my lesson when i was 14 years old and that and that is why i loved my school so much we'll see you in the next episode with some more exciting anecdotes from my life thank you so much have a great day guys Thank <laughs> you.